Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with What's another up, episode. And this time we are talking about Office Space. And I didn't mm-hmm. mention it in the last episode. I put a little thing at the end of the episode, but that is the movie for this week. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's really good. You can rent it for like three bucks on Google Play or Amazon or whatever. Uh, or you can probably get it for like five bucks on DVD. Don't quote me on it, but it's a cheap movie. Go watch it. It's really good. And uh, we talked about the Riddler in the new Batman movie. We clowned on his appearance. I, I talked about why I don't like it. And uh, you probably won't be surprised if you have seen it. Uh, we goofed on NFT bros a little bit. Goofed on Twitter for embracing NFTs despite them just being the worst. And we talked a bit about Joe Biden and how he's done some bad things, but he has done some good things, like insulting a Fox reporter. (laughs) Anyway, like, subscribe, comment, follow me on my TikTok and YouTube and other things that are in the description. Follow Gavin nowhere. Nowhere. Except if he makes a TikTok account, Uh, which any any day now, we're getting ever so closer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there's timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, uh, that's all uh, in in the description. So use it if you want, or don't. Or don't. Up yeah, to you. Turn on notifications for new episodes. Turn on automatic downloads for new episodes, uh, so you don't miss anything that we release. And with all that out of the way, let let's just jump, jump into it. Out of it, huh? How about that? I will fuck you, Alex. The one time I say it, the one time. Wow. Okay, all right, all right. For now, we can still jump into it, okay? Okay, okay, fine, fine. Let's just do it. Jesus. Fine. Fine. So the uh, the first thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, and I wanted to talk about this last episode, but so you know how there's the new Batman movie coming out with uh, Robert Pattinson? Hey, Dad, I'm recording a podcast. Hi, Gavin's dad. Alex says hi. Hello. My dad says hi. Awesome. So, you know, they're making that new um, Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Yeah, I do. I've heard of that. Generally, it looks pretty, pretty uh, decent. I don't Um, know. Now I look at Robert Pattinson and I either think vampires or Cedric Diggory. Yeah, I, I think of a man that just does not care. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair. Have you like, have you have you like, heard all the stories about how like Robert Pattinson just doesn't give a fuck like during no. interviews and stuff? No, I I remember this is just off the top of my head, but I remember hearing one story about how he had like some fan that was like stalking him. Oh yeah, he was, so he took him out to dinner. Yeah, so we took him out to dinner and complained and just complained about his life, and <laughs> they fucked right off. Really? That's how you got to do it. Just Damn. give them exactly what they want, and they will realize that life will, c- will continue to disappoint them. Life will find a way to be fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, anyway, I That's pretty dope, actually. That is pretty cool. So, th- you know what? That is also, uh, tying it back to Batman, though, that is a very Bruce Wayne thing to do. Yeah. I don't know enough about Bruce Wayne to really, like, all I know is that he is his his rich parents were killed and he has a trust fund for his trust funds trust fund yeah and he's just rich and instead of like so now he has a vendetta against crime but instead of being a police officer he's doing what rich people do and trying to solve the problem himself and became a vigilante 
Yeah, that's about it. And I like I can't say I completely agree with that. I, I would like I would be like Batman, just like I don't know, donate to charities. And he to- does he does do that uh, in the comics. Like um, donate to charities. Yeah, he has like he has like foundations and shit and 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 all that. It's it's a misconception that like all that Batman does is beat up the mentally ill. That is a big part of what he does, but it's not the whole thing. Batman, um, don't beat him up. This kid, <laughs> he just has autism. He's having a moment. <laughs> Stop, Batman. <laughs> yeah, there's a f- so I'm gonna say a sentence that is rarely said, but there was oh, a funny the way, SNL sketch. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Before we start, I want to say this because I just like to say this. I might say some things that are considered edgy or offensive. I want to let you know, audience. Gavin's talking. Impossible. He's talking about slurs. He's gonna say and every slur. He has no, a list of slurs in front. I'm of not him. gonna say a list of slurs except for mudblood, which is um, just from Harry Potter. I just think it's a funny, funny word. Anyway, fictional slurs uh, to, are to often people, funny because they are. Yeah, like um, there's not the historical context behind them, so it just sounds like you're calling someone a like, poo-poo head, like a dummy butt face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but to to people impossible employers for the future. Anything I say in this podcast, I'm just joking. This is a joke. I am joking, and you anything know, that you don't like that he says, it's a joke. But if he says something that you first. do like, it is a very profound insight. Just get me at the interview and be like, "Hey, so you're on this podcast and you said this? What?" I'll be like, "Oh, I was just joking around. I, I, this is what I actually believe as a person," and then I'll explain it. Yeah. So that's it. I I worry about this stuff. So I just want to let you guys know. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just a joke. Just well, a we'd joke. have to we'd have to grow an audience first, so yeah, yeah you, you don't gotta worry about it. I don't. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Robert Pattinson Batman movie it generally looks uh, pretty decent. Gotta silence my phone. Uh, it generally looks pretty decent, but uh, one thing that kind of gives me pause is the Riddler. Uh, I guess uh, costume that got leaked, uh, uh, or not leaked, but released. So if you uh, click the link, Riddler first look, uh, that's what the Riddler, I guess the main villain of the movie, is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. So I'll I'll link this in the the description so you can look at it yourself if you haven't seen it. Gotcha. So he's supposed to be based on the Zodiac Killer, and he has this weird like gimp mask with glasses and... An olive-colored trench coat with a question mark, like, crudely painted on. So this is a different interpretation of the Riddler in that this is not the Riddler. <laughs> like, I understand if you don't want to go with, like, the the comic book-looking, like, green morph suit design. Um, I personally think that fucking you should. If you're going to adapt the character, just do the do the character. Like yeah. this is something that's bothered me about Batman movies specifically, but like in general with superhero movies, why are people so afraid if they're if they're making a Batman movie? Why are people so afraid to just make a Batman movie? Like why are they not the just fans, making honestly a, a movie think, about I, a guy that beats up the Zodiac killer? If that's what they're going to try to do, I honestly just think they're afraid of the fans and. In the same way that like Valve won't make a Half Life Three, it's just not going to happen. Um, they don't like th- when the Dark Knight came out, right? People were like, "This is Batman now," 
right? This yeah. is the perfect Batman. This is Batman now. The guy yeah, it was a bit like of an this. overcorrection, I think. The guy who talks like he's always out of breath. You know, like yeah. that's Batman now. Um, and so now when they like do any other Batman movie, it's always going to be compared to the Dark Knight. Yeah. And right. like every every time they make a new Batman movie, you always see the same interview where they interview the director and it's like, well, what what's 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 what are you doing with the character this time around? And they're like, yeah, I'm going for a bit more of a grounded take on the character. It's like, yeah, you and every other fucking director that's ever made a Batman movie in the last 20 goddamn years. They should just make a Batman movie where like 90, I shouldn't say 90, where 70% of the, of the movie is just him trying to figure out how to like take down the enemy. And then like the last 30, 30% is him fighting crime. Yeah. It might be what, that might be what they do with this one. Like I, it, it also seems like they haven't done a lot of, you know, detective work in Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it seems like this is going to be a bit more of a detective story, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just give us the Riddler if you're going to give us the Riddler or else just make another movie about the fucking Zodiac killer if that's what you mm-hmm. want to do. Like they 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 just ruin comic book movies by trying to make them as close to real life as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I talked about it in my video about Scooby-Doo. Uh link 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 in description. It's on my okay. on my YouTube if channel. Scooby-Doo had a porn name, it would be Scrooby-Doo. That's amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um but yeah, like Superman and Lois is a show that I really like. It does a really good job of adapting Superman. The only things that weigh it down though, I I think, and this it's not a huge deal, but uh the compulsion to make stuff is like quote unquote realistic as possible um or like tactical looking kind of weighs it down a little bit like in the like with superman's suit i Mm. i think it's sort of weighed down by the need to sort of modernize it too much like they do that thing where they turn it into basically armor and they make the trunks into just a belt well let's be fair here i think that um batman is the perfect version of that alpha guy who wants to be prepared for when the when the government collapses mm-hmm. right and the, the issue is that they they don't know how to fight and so they want a shortcut on how to fight which is tactical weapons and so it's like here's a weapon for if the person has a gun and you buy throwing knives or something i don't know and then it's like oh shit i don't know how to throw a fucking knife yeah so i'll buy a flare gun or something i don't know I, I, what I'm trying to get at is they they're trying to appeal to an audience that's like, um, uh, oh, Batman's the guy who can handle any situation because he has all these tactical things, and I want to be like Batman and be able to handle any situation, yeah, even Batman, though I'm never I don't in any actual danger as a person in this country. I don't I don't mind it so much when it comes to Batman because that is kind of his thing. But Superman, mm-hmm. uh, I I sent I sent this to stuff we send during the show. Uh, the first one is a picture of Superman in like the in his like um, flashback origin story sequence, and then yeah. the second one is the suit that he wears throughout the show. Mm-hmm. the The first one it's a pretty straight, just like one to one adaptation of his suit in his first appearance in like 1939 or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks great. Uh, it's a great translation. Uh, but the second one, it's just they do 
too much, I think, to like modernize it, if you will. Where it's yeah, I like, see your point. There's no reason to make the trunks into a belt. The suit is it's gonna look, you know, goofy no matter what. Mm-hmm. So just go all the way with it. Yeah. Yeah. And also the um, belt kind of ruins the visual design because the red yeah. trunks like break it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, you know, take out the blue jumpsuit and just leave the the banana hammock there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Give us stripper Superman. Give us stripper Superman. Uh, and better just yet, even. Just the trunks. Wait, does this mean that Superman can't get a tattoo because nothing can puncture his skin? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Then Same with Wolverine. Like, he his healing factor would just like make any tattoo disappear. Uh, at least yeah. that's what I've heard. I mean, it's all um, made up anyway. It's not yeah, real science. Give him like a giant like temporary tattoo and shave his chest and stuff, and like put the S on his bare chest. That would be, you know what? That would be a great way for Clark Kent to be like, no, I can't be Superman. Just put a temporary tattoo on and be like, see, I can't be Superman. I have a tattoo. And yeah. we all know that Superman can't get tattoos because mm-hmm. his skin is uh, impenetrable. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, Until he falls you're asking how I know alcohol. that, uh, even though it's not public knowledge ab- about Superman's exact biology. Um, that's because um, I'm not Superman, but um, I'm... Alex, are you Superman? Friends, I'm friends with Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so is Lois Lane. Um, yeah, we're just f- we're friends with Superman. Um, but in, internally, he's like, no one can know that I'm Superman, or Lois mm-hmm. is dating Superman, or else mm-hmm. we, or else ev- everyone would be in danger. But mm-hmm. he's just gonna tell everyone, yeah, Lois is just friends with Superman, mm-hmm. as if that doesn't put her in an equal amount of danger. Okay, anyway. okay. What about this? What if um, what if Superman was a Trump supporter? Um, then he would be a different character. Uh, I don't know. What if? Tell me, Gavin, okay. what if? Here's what I think would happen. I feel like the insurrection would happen, and then he would be like, yeah, n- no, I'm, you know, I'm good. <laughs> no, if Superman and, was a Trump supporter, the insurrection would have succeeded. That's true. But I, I like to think that his his morals would be like, oh, wait, guys, we're just here for a protest, right? Uh, oh, they're breaking. The, oh, they're in the Capitol. Uh, OK, I'm just <laughs> I'm going to go to Antarctica, guys. I'll I'll meet up with you guys some other time. Uh, no, Superman this, would never be a Trump supporter because that goes against everything his character represents. Yeah, that's true. Um, what if I think this would be funny because Superman literally in German um, translates to uh, yeah, the Ubermensch. Ubermensch. Yeah. So, like, what if Superman was raised Jewish? He was. Was he? Yeah. So many. You're, actually, this is something that not, a, not a lot of he people was actually, was know. Was he about. actually raised Jewish? I believe so. He's at least. That's fucking like, awesome. So, so many comic book characters, and this is something that not a lot of people talk about, but so many comic book creators since they were, or so many comic book characters since they were created by Jewish artists, they have, like, they're, like, Jewish coded. Uh, and yeah. a lot of times they're just explicitly Jewish, but that somehow gets lost in every adaptation. That's pretty fucking cool. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's cool, but it's like fucked up that it's just erased from their identities. Oh, yeah. Like Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man is like, I, I I believe he's heavily implied at multiple points in, in the comics to be Jewish. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but just no one no one wants to acknowledge it. Ben Grimm of the Fantastic Four, the thing, he is yeah. explicitly Jewish, and he is basically a, a stand-in for Jack Kirby, the guy that created him. Yeah, um, who is himself Jewish, and he like Jack Kirby like made um, Hanukkah cards with uh, the thing uh in in like all the like the get up and stuff um but yeah superheroes totally aren't largely jewish no totally not no yeah no um nah. i just find that funny because the ubermensch is jewish and it's like heh. <laughs> well wasn't it like uh i could be wrong but wasn't it like a nazi propaganda thing yeah they they thought that once they reached like the height of um of genetic purity that people would become the supermen or like super genetic men, uh, or Ubermensch. It was all yeah. propaganda. It was all like, like that dumb fucking, fucking means anything. Like I yeah. don't think they were ever specific about it, were they? Mm-mm. They were, I mean, they were even like, even the even the anti-fap people are more specific about what superpowers they think they'll get. <laughs> I just do that for moderation, man. I just there's sometimes when you're just like, you know what? I need to let the let the baby cannon reload. But yeah. I just like to think that like. They're making this propaganda, and they're like, "So when people when they reach the Ubermensch phase, what what can they do? Oh, they can like I don't know, eat a lot of burritos and walk on water and uh, breathe underwater, and uh, they can uh, walk on hot coals, very hot coals. Uh, they can uh, jump like like uh, two feet higher than they could before. Uh, they can." Uh, jump out of a plane without a parachute. Uh, they can uh, see through. They can have laser eyes. Uh, uh, and they're just like making shit up. I just yeah. think that'd be great. <laughs> and then Jesse Owens comes along and just fucks it all up. Oh, it's awesome. That's so mm. great. Nothing's better than like turning propaganda into a meme. Oh, yeah. Like that's so fucking great. I can't. Like, did you hear about um, like in China, they, they, um, basically praise the president of China, Xi Jinping. And so yeah, fucking someone Winnie made him Winnie the Pooh looking Winnie motherfucker. the fucking Pooh. Oh my gosh. And it's so like accurate. And there was this picture of Barack Obama walking alongside Xi Jinping and it, they put up another <laughs> picture of Tigger and Winnie the Pooh walking side by side. Oh, I thought it, it was, was going to be Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. No, 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 no. But um, it was banned in China because they're just like that weak. Their dicks That's are that so small. Funny. Any so any funny. country that has like a glorious leader, and this applies to the Trump people too. Any yeah. I guess any group of people that has like a glorious leader is so fun. They're always so number one, so weak. And number mm-hmm. two, it's just so fun to watch them like it's fun to watch them like glorify someone that looks like they exclusively eat Doritos and string cheese. Oh, and totally. two and and two, it's fun to watch them just melt down when they <laughs> when their worldview gets challenged in any capacity. Yeah. Um. God. Uh. Like. Uh. Oh, I've, I'm wondering if you get this too, Alex. You're on YouTube a lot, right? Yeah. So, whenever I'm on YouTube, I get all this like far right shit. I think we've talked about this before. I still get I get, all this I get far ads right. for Daily Wire people when I watch videos dunking on yeah. the Daily Wire. Or like Turning Point uh, USA, I get a lot of ads oh, for those them. Fucking peep, to- toilet and, paper USA. Oh my gosh! Like it's it's ridiculous. And like all these videos that are from like really undefined sources that are like 
this is Biden versus Trump. Yeah, Biden can't talk. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah, I like, get I get Michael Knowles ads that are like an hour long. Like it's just a full like it's just a full like episode that he did, and it's just running as an ad. Yeah, and, and like each time, it's like like I saw this one ad. I'm pretty sure it was um, I think it was a YouTube short actually, but um, so. I think it was edited to make it look like it was from CNN. And it's this guy talking about like, are we better off than we were in the Trump era? And he's like, listen, more people have died of COVID uh, in the Biden era than people who didn't Trump era. And I'm like, that's factually not true. And he's like- Even if it was, I hate that people turn that shit into like, like, like sports teams. Like things are worse under the Democrats than they are in the Republicans. Yeah. But also they're both like- like things are bad either way. So why aren't yeah. we just advocating for things to not be bad? Why are we why why are we why fighting are like here? it's like it's the fucking Patriots versus the other team? You know? Yeah. I don't know football, but, but you know what I mean. He also mentioned that like and Biden's pushing us to a war with Russia because of Ukraine. And it's like, hold on a second. No, 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 that's not his fault. Ukraine hey, is who, just like hey. who started the Cold War again? Oh yeah. Wow, real chin scratcher there. Um Technically, it was Winston Churchill, but I mean, I'm not going to get pedantic here. Yeah, um, I heard he was awful anyway. He was a pretty get bad guy. But yeah. um, uh, but here's the thing. Here's what happened with Ukraine. Ukraine went to NATO, which, by the way, is its own organization, and we just happened to be one of the one of the guys there. A big guy. We're a big player in NATO because we have the largest military, but we're there. And Ukraine is like, hey, guys, can we join NATO? And NATO was like... We can't stop you from joining NATO, but please don't. We'd really rather you not because we don't <laughs> like want Russia to— like a lunch table? Yeah, pretty much. Like, we don't want Russia to get all salty with us and try to do some dumb shit because Vladimir Russia's Putin's Russia's basically some... Regina George. It's essentially. And so the United States is like, hey, I mean, I can't stop you, but I would prefer if you didn't. And then Putin's like, hey, what's going on here, huh? He's like, I, wanna, I want written— I want a written statement from the United States saying Ukraine cannot join NATO. And we're like, yo, man, we don't control, Na we don't control NATO or Ukraine. I don't know what you're talking about. And hey, Russia's United like, States, United States, uh, I, uh, I heard that Ukraine is a crusty bitch. <laughs> so is that from, we is that can't, from, that, that's Russia. That from that movie? So that's a okay. message from Russia. Hey, United yeah. States, I heard Ukraine is a crusty bitch and 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 she kissed my boyfriend, and she's not allowed mm -hmm. to sit with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> pretty much actually. Uh, but anyway, Vladimir Putin has given a lot of like, uh, like we can de-escalate if you uh, promise that Ukraine won't join NATO, and if you uh, for any country that wants to join NATO, you pass it through us first, and if we say no, you guys say no, and it's like a bunch of non-starter stuff, and. Meanwhile, they're putting like military on the border of Ukraine and Russia, making it look like they're about to invade. And so it's really forced America's hand in being like, we're not just going to sit by and watch you annex Russia or not Russia, watch you annex Ukraine. Like, like, what do you think we are? So, you know, somehow that's Biden's fault. I'd, I Also, the gas prices. Oh, my God. I just remembered. So. I don't know if you've if you've seen this in the wild. Uh, I'm gonna send you a picture 
that I found of a oh, of something I saw there, at the gas station. Are there stickers of Biden saying yeah. this is my fault? Yeah. So if you look at the uh, stuff I send during the show channel again, yeah, I see it's it right a picture here. Picture at the gas pump, and uh, the picture happens to be after I filled up my car from like pretty much empty to full, and it was twenty four forty. I I mean, not the best price, but not terrible. It's like it's how much gas costs, you know. And yeah. there's a picture next to it with Joe Biden pointing and saying, I did that. And I've How? said this before, but you know, the president doesn't control the gas, control prices. gas prices. Like these people think that Biden day one is like, hmm, executive order number whatever. Uh, Bring gas, up gas, prices. gas shall be more expensive because I hate you. Yeah. Ugh. And like, they're also talking about Biden's more divisive than any other president. And it's like, have you? Have you Trump changed Senate rules so that he could pass shit better? Hey, what was the uh, what was what was that thing? What was that thing that happened uh, a year oh, ago this yeah, month? Almost, almost um, like this month. I was like, what really? was that oh, thing that? Um, oh, I know that it, was, it was something involving something like, the Capitol like build. I, Capitol? I just don't remember who who I, was you know, who, Hughes died. who instigated I who that. Was responsible I, for that. Who, who's whose team uh, did that? <laughs> Who was that? Oh, gosh. Like, I, remember, I don't know. That, that, of all the things that could be divisive, I mean, I, that's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. It's it's really weird. It's like... I guess it's Biden's, a tie between that and, you know, Biden uh, making gas more expensive because he hates you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because people are like, Biden's the most divisive president if you forget, like, half of half a dozen things that Trump did. Hey, um, remember, like, <laughs> remember in... Uh, circa 1860, when our nation had, uh, you know, a civil war, war because of the actions that the president was trying to take, um, mm-hmm. d- you know, justified actions like ending slavery is you yeah. know, good, um, if you ask me, mm-hmm. but uh, I would, you know, at the time it was pretty divisive. And yeah. that that was a civil war. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's what's going on now? Joe Biden is like, hey, Jack, uh, corn pop at the at the pool and, uh, you know, the thing. And some people are like, mm, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Do you know what that means? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, you, you don't? I don't. I'll explain it in I'm a sorry. second, but that's I'm what's so happening sorry. under Biden, and he's supposed to be the most divisive one. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but didn't Biden, I mean, granted he lost, but didn't Biden spend like months trying to negotiate an infrastructure plan with Republicans? Well, the like, Democrats he... no- negotiated it down. What do you like, mean? So the Democratic Party, what they like to do when it comes to progress that costs money. Mm-hmm. is the bulk of the party will pretend to support it. And they'll be like, we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to get $6 trillion. I mean, $3 trillion. I mean, $1.6 trillion. I mean, a buck fifty for this infrastructure bill. But oh no, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema just won't let us do it. Oh darn, we can't, we just can't do anything good because of, because of these boogeymen. And then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so we should replace them and get better people in office, right? Well, not so fast. 
you know, we got to respect decorum and we got to respect the process. But, you know, anyway, here's here's a hundred trillion dollars for the military. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't know. I just I hate how um, you remember that meme of Obama putting a medal on Obama. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's a funny one. I just whenever like replace that with Chuck Schumer. Right. Like a, yeah. Chuck Schumer putting a medal on Chuck Schumer. Now I'm a I I will self proclaim myself as a Democrat, but just like I hate how they clearly lose, and they're like, this was actually a huge win for Democrats because it shows that we're devoted to blah 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 blah, and it's like Chuck, you lost, you lost, Chuck. Yeah, you had a chance to do this and you couldn't get your whips together and you lost. That's yeah. what happened. There's anyway, no, we have we have no we have more uh, news minute stuff, and we have a very limited time. I have to work okay. at five. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Let's go. Anyway, before we move on to the next thing, I want to explain the let's go Brandon thing because it's it's kind of a funny story. Um, okay. So you know how uh, people that don't like Joe Biden will chant "fuck Joe Biden." Yeah. At like just things. So yeah. there was, I believe, it was like a NASCAR race or something. Mm-hmm. And not surprised. This, yeah, this yeah this not guy at all. this guy named Brandon won like a trophy or something, and the yeah. crowd was chanting "fuck Joe Biden." Yeah, and he was being interviewed by a reporter, and the reporter was saying, "Oh, they're saying let's go Brandon," because it kind of sounded ambiguous, and the the fuck Joe Biden people were like, mm-hmm, "Let's make that our personality now." So now they say, "Let's go Brandon" when they really mean "fuck Joe Biden," and they say it's like to get around liberal censorship, and oh, and you can't be triggered by this because I said, "Let's go Brandon." I didn't say "fuck Joe Biden," even though everyone is like, like, "Yeah, fuck Joe Biden," just say it, and they're like, mm, "You triggered." I hate how they're like, "This is censorship," when really it's just like a company being like, "I don't like what you're saying." Yeah, but they 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 say they say let's go Brandon because they and they they're like yeah this is I'm getting around um the rules I'm such a I'm such a little lawbreaker and I'm I'm a, I'm a little public menace and it's like no one is bothered by it I, if you I don't say care. let's go Brandon or fuck Joe Biden no one fucking cares no one cares I ran but around they act saying, like they're like bad boys for it here's here's the issue they can never reach the like the tongue feel of saying fuck trump yeah like fuck joe biden you have to do some twerking with the tongue there to yeah fuck trump is i just said it and it felt so good like beyond how you feel about any particular political figure it just has the right order of consonants to be just fun to say like fuck trump Mm. it tastes good even like i I hate to say it like this is apolitical vanilla scented like <laughs> it's just apolitical. Like fuck Trump rolls off better than fuck Joe Biden. It does. And I'm no really Joe does. Biden fan. Like, yeah, I I'm don't not like a huge him. Joe Biden I said, fan. I said that he exceeded my expectations a few episodes ago. That's just because he's done like the bear. Like he hasn't harmed us actively that is that is what i mean when i say he has exceeded my expectations he has not put anyone well i was gonna say he hasn't put anyone in camps but i believe he's still doing the kids in cages thing um yeah yeah so he hasn't actively harmed me personally um so in that way he has exceeded my expectations yeah by the way what's happening with the kids in cages thing 
No one talks about it anymore because it's a Democrat doing it now. That's and I don't mean to. I, I don't want to play into the like team sports thing because I really do hate it. But that's just the that's just how the media and like the public in general operates. Yeah. Like, like the the team blue people will just mm-hmm. overlook shit. They'll look the other way for shit that is horrible. But mm-hmm. it, it's a team blue person doing it. But if a team red person does it, then it's bad. It's bad either way. Yeah, it's it's uh, atrocious uh, war crime. I I mean not war crime. It's an atrocious it's, human rights it's, violation. It's a human rights violation for sure. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't like it when anyone does it. You see, um, remember when I said But also that's I'm not, not I'm... that's not to be like an enlightened centrist type. I'm not uh, I'm not a fucking both sides centrist person. It's just bad when things are done that are bad. Remember when I said I'm no Joe Biden fan? Yeah. I uh, I'm hesitating to say this, but with this specific circumstance, fuck Joe Biden. Oh, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, Dude. Democrats just like as a party, These they have children. not done anything that they promised to do. And they promised to do like a compromise of what should actually be done. So there's what should be done, which the left advocates for. And then there's the compromise on what should be done, a little bit of what should be done, mixed in with some military funding, of course. That's what the Democrats promise. And then what is actually done is nothing and military funding. Yeah. I don't know. If if we could just get a candidate that's like, that's literally just like, hey, this is what I believe in. Um, if you believe in that two vote for me, I we don't had like, I'm what we had that, that was, that was Bernie Sanders, but he got fucking, he got his cheeks clapped. Mm. Well, I mean, then. you know, you know about how Obama like called up all the party leadership and pulled some strings to like get some last minute, like promotion within the party for Joe Biden during the, uh, the last election during the last primary. I mean, I know he's allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't. I mean, it's 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 corruption. Hmm. You know, Bernie was he obviously had the people on his side, mm-hmm. um, but then the party was like, "No, we can't, we can't let this uh, this this dirty socialist." And by socialist, I mean global centrist, because he just believes in things that are very mundane for the rest of the world uh but anyway they're like we can't let this guy be our nominee he might threaten our you know our cash flow because the donors will be like hey we can't give you any more money you're not gonna advocate on behalf of our interests uh so the party was like no fuck this guy and then they elected joe biden who barely beat trump the worst guy in all of history i mean he beat trump by the same margins that trump beat hillary yeah, I mean, it was a close election both times. Yeah. It should not have been a close election either time, but the party just nominated, just in in the case of 2016, just the worst person. And yeah. in the case of 2020, maybe not the worst person, but just the most boring candidate. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, did that and they don't, they don't promise to make your life any better. They don't promise anything yeah. that will materially help you. They promise this vague idea that they'll do good things and stop bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I tell you I'm going to D.C. in March? Oh, nice. Are we trying another insurrection? Um, you know, I thought about that. Uh, I Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the fun thing. So I'm going to shave my beard, but I'm going to keep a mutton, mutton chops and a mustache. Yes, so I'm please gonna do. look like 
I'm going to insurrection the shit out of DC. For the record, uh, NSA or FBI, I'm not. I'm just, I have great respect for our nation's capital and I just want to see the sights and love my country. But I'm going to look like that. And I, I want to get the looks of like, oh, here's another one. And then I'll be like, wow, this is beautiful architecture and... I really hope that we can better our country in the future and become less polarized, blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, oh, you're on the left, aren't you? And I'll be like, yeah, I am. That's an epic prank. Um, anyway, we have other uh, stuff to get through, uh, some more things to clown on. Uh, so anyway, uh, to, to wrap up that segment, the Riddler first look. I don't like it. That was... Uh, oh, awesome. That was what we were <laughs> talking about. Um so the next story is something that happened like a month ago by now, I think, but I just, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about it. So we've been on this streak of making fun of NFTs and dunking on like crypto, like culture. So Twitter, I don't know if you've seen this, added a new feature where you can make an NFT, your profile photo, and you like verify that it's your NFT and I guess it, they give you a new like shape for the profile photo. It's like a diamond shape now, I believe, mm. or, or like a, it's like a hexagon, I think. Anyway, it's a different shape. And it's, th that means that it, that profile photo is a verified NFT, which seems entirely unnecessary. It's just, it's just this weird thing that they're doing. Anyway, first of all, general thoughts on that, Gavin. What do you what do you what do you think before I tell you what's really funny about it? Stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the system is incredibly easy to cheat. If you want, if you want to like just ruin a crypto bro's day, all that you have to do is download their profile photo, which you can just do. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> Twitter just lets you download people's profile photos because, of course. Uh, it's the fucking internet. All you have to do is save the image, mint it as a new NFT under your name, and then just make it your verified NFT profile photo too. Because it's decentralized. There's no governing body enforcing any of this. Yeah, yeah. So you can just steal someone's NFT, mint it as your own, make it your verified NFT that you now own with mm -hmm. zero repercussions. What if I just draw my own nft and just I mean, pretend like can. it's an nft you can all right i don't even have a twitter account so all right yeah just make <laughs> one draw just draw draw a fucking turd mint it and it's your suddenly million dollar nft mm -hmm. but yeah not much to say about that it's just it's so goofy um twitter why they've been doing a lot of stuff to try to make money because twitter it turns out is mm -hmm. not a very profitable business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're doing that. They're doing Twitter blue, which is like Twitter, but you pay money to use it. And it has some like extra little features that are definitely not worth it. Mm. But anyway, so is, is Facebook kind of over overwhelming Twitter now? Um, I don't know. Definitely with the sheer market size that Facebook has, or I guess now they're called Meta, but I'm not going to call them that. I'm going to continue to dead name Facebook. Uh, Facebook's sheer market size with just how much they own is going to overshadow any other company. 
because they own number one facebook uh they own whatsapp they own instagram they own oculus which they've been like flooding the market and just establishing their dominance over the past couple of years in uh in standalone like cheap vr mm-hmm. basically making it very difficult for anyone to compete with them in that space but yeah like a smaller company like twitter and yeah smaller company like they're both huge companies, but still a smaller company in comparison, like Twitter. Uh, yeah, you gotta, I guess you just gotta try to keep up, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is just a goofy way to do it. NFTs overall are just terrible. It ruins what makes the internet great. It, it, it introduces artificial scarcity where there was no scarcity. Yeah. But anyway, I have another story that uh, is also NFT crypto related. So I don't know if you saw this one. What's but up? this is a very uh, funny story, I think. So this is from, okay, this article was just written uh, January 25th of this year. Uh, I thought it was older, but uh, anyway. So this group called Spice DAO, which stands for uh, Decentralized Anonymous Organization, they bought a uh, book of concept art for. A 1974 Dune movie that was never made or released. Uh, The movie is, it's actually an interesting uh, little uh, piece of history, a little piece of film history. It was by this this director who wanted to adapt Dune into what he envisioned as a 14-hour movie with a score written by Pink Floyd. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it would have been interesting if it was made, but it didn't get the funding that it needed, so the the whole thing was just kind of canned. Um, so anyway, the, the guy that was the director, he made this book with a bunch of concept art and like story concepts and character details and and everything, basically like the the plans for the movie. He made this book and tried to like you know sell it to studios and stuff as you know like part of his pitch. Um, there's an estimated 10 to 20 copies of the book that exist in the world, and they usually sell for around $25,000 at auction. Uh, this particular copy was expected to sell for around 40000 uh, and it, and the auction was going as normal until this crypto group swooped in, and they bid $2.6 million for this book. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess, what would you say their plan is? To make um to make NFTs out of the art, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, it goes further than that. So first of all, they wanted to convert the book into a collection of NFTs, and then their plan was to burn the book and record video of it, sell the video as an NFT, of course, and that's all normal par for the course for these for these fucking maniacs. But then what they wanted to do, and this is in a tweet that was linked that, that's linked in the show notes, uh, the plan is to uh, I'll, I'll just I'll read you what the tweet says. This is yeah. from Spice DAO. We won the auction for 2.6 million dollars. Our mission is to one, make the book public to the extent permitted by law. Two, produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service. Three, support derivative projects from from the community. Now, what stands out to you as a potential problem for this plan? Um, if there are uh, NFTs out there 
uh, you can easily just copy that off of the publicly available information that they give out. That's true. So the first point, uh, the first thing that they said, make the book public to the extent permitted by law. There's actually two problems with that. Oh, there's no laws regarding NFTs. Mm. Well, no, the thing is they bought a copy of this book. They do not own the intellectual property (laughs) for the book. So they would not be allowed to make it public. That would be an infringement of copyright law. But Mm. that doesn't matter because the book has already been public for years. You could already view everything in it publicly. Mm. Yeah. Second point, produce an original animated series. Uh, (laughs) They are legally not allowed to do that because, again, they don't own the intellectual property. They just own a copy of a book. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, this was pointed out to them by everyone on Twitter. And Love it. since Love it. then they were like, yeah, we realize we can't do it, but we've been talking, we've been having conversations in the conversations. industry and in the industry. we've been talking to yeah. lawyers and stuff. Talking and, to some lies. Yeah. We're, we're seeing what we can do. And it's funny because they don't need to talk to a lawyer. They've gotten the answer already. Yeah. There's like, no need to talk to a lawyer. You could have just spent that money on the on the uh, uh, rights to use that information. My that thoughts exactly. To, you could have nearly was, three million dollars. That could have gone. To, that could have uh, contributed towards actually buying the rights. Intellectual property rights that you could have yeah. just then taken the books, or like I don't know, done the series first, then bought the books, then made it NFTs. This is what I hate about NFTs. It's a bunch of, like, fuckboy dude bros who are like, oh, we're going to buy this to make it NFTs. And they're like, you can't really do that because it's not your intellectual property. And they're yeah. like, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Crypto culture from South Park. has rotted so many people's brains because, like, they're now under the impression that if you, quote unquote, own something, uh, then, like, you own the the distribution and intellectual property rights to it. Like if you buy a Batman comic, you don't like, own you can't just make Batman. a Batman movie. No, but, but I bought the comic. Under, no, I own Alex, it. Alex, you don't, Alex, you don't understand. They own the original first comic, meaning that they they own the entire thing now. Oh, Everything. that's right. Yeah. That's how it works. Alex. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> how much more obvious could it get that this is all a big scam? I don't know. I don't like, Oh man! And this was crowdfunded. Like, this was like, crowdfunding. Imagine, but imagine how much one guy could make if you just centralized it. What do you mean? Like you just centralize it. You make your own rules through a official like conversion Bitcoin whatever, and you make your own rules to it. And if you want to participate, you have to fo- follow these rules. And like, I just don't see how NFTs could ever work, ever. Yeah, NFTs are just it's. You know, people like to say like, oh, well, re- the U.S. dollar is also fake because it's it's a fiat currency. And it's like, it's not backed by anything. It is backed by something. It is backed by international trade and just the U.S. The government and military. And economy. The, the U.S. dollar has value because oil is traded in dollars and the U.S. government taxes you in dollars. Mm-hmm. You can't just decide, mm, I don't think a dollar is worth a dollar, uh, and yeah. just get away with it. Like, you can't just pay less money in taxes because you think the dollar isn't worth well, as much. It's funny, too, because they're like, oh, the dollar is just a fiat currency. And it's just like, well, as soon as I can buy a coffee with some cryptocurrency, let me know. 
Yeah, Steam actually used to accept Bitcoin as payment, but they stopped doing that because of course they did. The 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 value of Bitcoin was too volatile. That's why they stopped using it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like why would you accept something as payment if it could be worth a million dollars one day, but then the next day yeah. it'd be worth 10 cents? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's a Ponzi scheme, it's a pyramid scheme, it's 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 not a real currency. It is a speculative coin. It, it's a mm-hmm. it's an investment. Mm-hmm. It's a very speculative investment. Yeah, founded on faith, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's here's what you okay. If you want to make so money, goofy. here's what you do: you get a job, and with that job, you make money, and you put some of that money into a savings account, and then with that savings account, you invest in stocks. Yeah. That's it. That's what I would do. It's safe. Yeah, route. I mean, yeah, like my uh, one of my math teachers during high school taught us about how you know you can use like investment like accounts and like whatever financing stuff to like set up passive income and and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if only that loser knew you could just invest in Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, what a nerd! What a fucking anyway. Idiot. Do you have gas money that I could have? Uh, they <laughs> yeah. don't take Dogecoin at yeah, my gas a, station. A, yeah, my my uh my hundred dollars in Dogecoin uh just dropped to three dollars. Uh, so I need a uh, need you to spot you need a couple some bucks. Money. I need just yeah. I need you yeah. to spot me some real money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, man. Uh, can I can I have some gas money? Oh, sure. Yeah. And then they just hand you an uh, a printed out picture of a monkey. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I wasn't man. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna put this in the show notes because I didn't have much to say about it, but I, I just I wanted to tell you about uh Jimmy Fallon had Paris Hilton on his show mm-hmm. and they did a segment talking about <laughs> NFTs and I guess like Jimmy Fallon is like on the NFT hype train and Paris Hilton was like, Yeah, we got we got we got bored apes together, and I mine uh, is is inspired by me, and I like it a lot, and I identify with it. And Jimmy Fallon is like, I also like crypt. I I love NFTs. This one is my little monkey, and I love it a lot. And you guys should all buy them also, so the price the price goes up, and I can sell mine. I mean, shit, I didn't mean to say that. No, <laughs> this isn't a is pump really and dump. Not at all. No, he didn't say it in those exact words, but. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a very obvious pump and dump scheme. All yeah. all NFT operations are. Anytime Elon Musk hypes up a uh, a particular cryptocurrency or an NFT, that's just an indication that he has a bunch of them and he's going to sell them after he gets the value up. And then the mm-hmm. value will of course tank because he sold them all off. Mm-hmm. But who cares? He made his money. It's just people just don't learn. Stupid. that's all i have to say about that (laughs) yeah i have one more quick news thing uh to talk about uh joe biden called a reporter stupid son of a bitch um i don't know if you saw that where was he what what news organization so uh the link that i have on the show notes is to a video from wion uh u.s president joe biden caught cursing journalist on hot microphone Basically, it was like the end of a press conference, I think, and people were being filed on him. And some, 
guy was like trying to like shout questions to him like what what do you think about inflation do you think inflation will be a problem and joe biden thinking that his mic was off was like oh no inflation's awesome what a great asset this fucking idiot this stupid son of a bitch his microphone was actually on and everyone heard him and i just i think that's great i i don't have much to say other than just that's awesome i love that hang on i'm looking this up right now Look, look at the Musk. link. It's, oh, it's, it's a like Fox a minute. Reporter. Yeah, of course. Like a minute long clip. Uh, it's in the show notes. Um, it's 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 really funny. I think. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, oh I'll, I'll probably God. put in a little audio clip of it. <laughs> um, right, right here. Thank you. All. It's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's kind of funny. I, that is pretty I'd funny. Say, I'd say that's pretty f- You know when I said, fuck Joe Biden? After fuck Joe Biden, that, except for this. Except for that. Except for that. <laughs> Inflation's a great thing. It's a great no, asset. No, inflation. Uh, I love inflation. What a fucking idiot. Stupid son of a bitch. And I'm not surprised. Like, I was, that's why the first thing I asked you was which news organization, because I don't see Joe Biden just calling someone a stupid son of a bitch for no good reason. And so, like, I, knowing that it's Fox and they're obviously asking non sequiturs. Yeah. Like, like, do you think inflation is going to be a good asset for you in the midterms? No. No, of course not. I'm yeah. trying to stop inflation, you it's- idiot. <laughs> Like, yeah, and like normally, I... like the 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 um the persona that Joe Biden, you know, has like in public is like you you only ever hear him like call people like old timey insults like oh yeah yeah little Jack Rabbit, uh but this is just him stupid letting loose calling bitch. someone just a stupid son of a bitch. I love you know it. this is the second Straight time the, the hot mic has has dicked down Joe Biden. Um, the first time was when, uh, he was with Obama and Obama was making a speech and he gave an intro speech and he pulls Obama aside. There's a hot mic and he goes, you better not fuck this up. <laughs> I shit That's you not. Great. Look it up. I Sh- love that. I shit you not. He goes, this is really damn important. You don't fuck this up. <laughs> and That's and so awesome. then Obama did his speech. Um, but God, and like, he, ugh always all these gaffes just like remember uh poor people are just as smart as black people or black people are just as smart as poor people and it was uh poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids as white kids oh oh my god that one wasn't so oh. fun that one wasn't that one i oh. i won't applaud him for that one that's just that's, i'm not applauding i'm just that's cringing. just accidental just like, like freudian racism Oh, good but this, God. Calling the the Fox reporter stupid son of a bitch. That's great. And the and oh my gosh. don't fuck this up. That's fuck Joe Biden except for those two instances. Oh my gosh. I just I I I'm not looking forward to the media backlash of being like, see, he's a two-faced liar. Like, I'm I'm waiting for that. Cause Yeah. Hold on. Oh, what was the insult that he used? Um hold on. Ah, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's that's the one. Okay, so I found what I was what I was thinking of. My favorite Joe Biden insult. <clears throat> uh, 
He called someone a lying dog-faced pony soldier. What? Hold on. What? Um, lying dog-faced right, pony soldier. The tweet. All right, I'm sending this tweet to stuff we send during the show. And why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? It's a good question. Number one, I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're... Just the caked-on, like, sarcasm on his voice there, too. Yeah. Like, the, no, it's such an asset. Oh, I you love stupid it. stupid son of a bitch. Just like... <laughs> no, it's a great asset. More inflation. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> but, okay, it's not like the U.S. is just printing out more money, though, right? We just took some taxpayer money and gave it out as stimulus. Yeah. I don't know. Inflation is just whatever uh, people want it to be. In inflation seems to be invoked whenever it comes to tax dollars being used to help people. Like, we can't have universal health care because of inflation we can't have higher minimum wage because of inflation in that case it's not even tax dollars being used it's just businesses spending a little bit more and maybe making less profit hmm. um but yeah in any case like that it's oh inflation is gonna be too high i'll be right back i need to use the bathroom okay stupid son of a bitch All right, what's next on the menu? That's all that I had for News Minute. Uh, let's get to the office space uh, discussion. Yeah. So this was your first time seeing it, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, what, what did you think of it? It really made me think about, like, mediocrity. Just yeah. Like, like, how everything's fucking boring and you'd rather be doing anything else. And then, like, we're seduced by this... Or in the in the moment, we're seduced by like, oh, I can move up in this, or oh, this can be an asset to me, so I'm going to invest my time into it. And then you realize it's going nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, fuck. Well, all right, I guess this is life now. And when we we just settle for like, we settle for what could be worse. Yeah, yeah. Right? I personally have never worked an office job, but I can relate generally to the the feelings expressed uh in this movie it's uh it's a great movie it's a great commentary on like shit we're gonna do this for the rest of our lives like that feeling and uh yeah just corporate america how mm -hmm. hopeless things can seem mm -hmm. i mean i of course have a, a lot of notes going into like deeper ideas on it and i can't express it all in this show without crying uh <laughs> no just really? because we don't have a lot of time no I, oh, that was i oh. was kidding but I was um, like, dude no get it out we don't man. have a Jeez. lot of time um yeah. so I'm, i just want to talk about generally how i feel about it but yeah um it of course does a lot of uh you know great stuff with expressing how a lot of people feel um you know just under like capitalism i guess and it it especially resonates now because we're we're very well into late stage capitalism where just everything is falling apart and the only thing you can do is just duct tape things together. Yeah. What I liked in it was when uh he stopped caring and then 
all of his little actions that he did while not caring ended up being a huge asset to him. Like just being honest and being like, honestly, I have eight managers and that's so fucking dumb. Yeah. And they're like, by the way, we're talking about office space. If I didn't already say uh, office space, it's, you can rent it on like Google play, Apple, whatever, Amazon, probably. Um, I have it on Blu-ray. You can probably get it for like five bucks on DVD or Blu-ray at whatever store. Pretty cheap, pretty, pretty good movie. Uh, but yeah, spoilers ahead for all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I just like how he was like, I have eight managers and you guys have taken away my incentive because if we get more shipments in and I do more work, I don't get any more things out of it. And he, yeah. he's like, he's going through the run through and what, with a smile on his face, mind you. And it is. Yeah. It's a power fantasy. Oh, I totally. Think. So like, oh, uh, if you, if you don't know, or it, if you need a recap, it's basically the story of this office worker, uh, in 1999. Uh, what he does is he like, goes through all this code, prepares stuff for Y2K. Uh, he hates his job and, uh, there's layoffs going on at the company and, 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 um, yeah, he he goes to a hypnotherapist with his girlfriend, uh, who is just the worst. And the hypnotherapist is like, I guess the, the goal is to just make him a bit less miserable with his situation. Give him just like a moment of like calm. So the therapist is like, all right, all right, you're getting very sleepy, blah, blah, blah. Look deep into my eyes. Your All of your cares melt away. All of your worries about your job, everything, it's just all melting away. And when I snap my fingers on the count of three, you'll be back to normal. You'll, you'll have all your anxiety back or whatever. Um, three, two... And then he dies. <laughs> the therapist just dies. dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of reminiscent of honestly some superhero origin stories. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah. like with Captain America, both Captain America and his shield uh have a similar origin where it's like this science experiment and then something goes wrong, uh, but it makes this incredible product and it can't be replicated because the dude like died or you can't, you can't replicate it for whatever reason. Similar story here. And then, yeah, the rest of the movie is just him not caring about shit, just chatting his way through uh, life and he gets promoted. um, But anyway, yeah, then they do, the thing from Superman three where it's like, we're going to rip off this kind of company for so much. Anyway, you you've either seen it and you know what I'm talking about, or you haven't seen it. And this means nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I quite liked the movie because um, I don't know. It just shows how like sometimes it's because we're working so hard that things don't work out. Yeah. Sometimes it's because we're trying to force something and it's just clearly not going to work. I mean, yeah. not, sometimes not even clearly not going to work. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And by happenstance, things just fall into place, um, which I think really kind of shows that, um, like, for instance, with capitalism, it's not always that if you work hard, you'll succeed because sometimes that doesn't it doesn't work that way. Sometimes yeah. it just takes a lot of luck and being in the right place at the right time and saying the right things to the right yeah, people. That, that's that's most of it. That's that's most of how you succeed. Mm hmm. Um, and so by anyone who gives you a straight, like, like, this is how you succeed. This is how you do it. Buy, buy NFTs, buy, buy blockchains. They're, they're bullshitting you completely. They, you know, yeah. the only reason they want you to do that is so that their NFTs and blockchains go up in price. 
Oh, yeah. The people in power don't want you to have their power. They want to stay in power. So they're not yeah. going to advocate for anything that helps you in any mm -hmm. material way, unless it also helps them. So NFTs, maybe, maybe you'll make some profit off of them, but it's mainly for the people selling them, the people at the top, fucking Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. It's just, just a way for him to make more money. It's not, mm -hmm. he's not looking out for you. He doesn't like you. He hates you. I wouldn't say he hates you. Yeah, maybe I don't I think he just knows anyone. So he he's just like a little. He's just a little bit more like I don't care what you do. I just want this price to go up. So please buy these. Yeah, maybe I was a little hyperbolic, but yeah, no, Alex. No, really, he doesn't. He doesn't care if you live or die, um, and that's that's just how the system operates. At I thought worst, the the movie had a an interesting exploration of how different, I guess, types of people react to you know the system you know wh whatever the you know i guess capitalism but mm -hmm. largely the system this conglomerate of you know corporate control of general apathy uh the relics of a bygone era that, that stuff anyway yeah like yeah different people uh react in different ways like i thought the part where uh where they're talking about if you had a million dollars, what would you do? Uh, Samir's reaction was an interesting one because it is how a lot of people think. So, like, the question is, if you had a million dollars, what would you do with your life? And the general purpose of that is to say, like, you know, if, if, you, if you say that you would work on cars, then you should be an auto mechanic, like, that kind of thing. Samir is like, well, if I had a million dollars, I would just invest it and blah, blah, blah. And, like, not even thinking about what would make him happy what would he do with his time yeah and a lot yeah. of people think like that like how do i maximize the amount of money that i have mm -hmm. and uh peter has a very i guess relatable reaction in that he says that he wants to do nothing because that's what's left of him after all of his energy is sucked out throughout the day, often not even getting a weekend to recharge. Yeah. Because he has to come in on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And that's how it feels a lot of times. Like, if you, if all of your time is sucked up by something like work, it mm -hmm. often feels like you just have no energy left for anything and you don't want to do anything. I've, I've been yeah. feeling like that, honestly, myself. Like, oh, I just don't want to do anything. But when I don't do anything, I also get depressed. It's just... Well, yeah. Remembering the, what makes you happy is what... Isn't, isn't that America, is. though? Like, yeah. We don't know what makes us happy. All we know is work. Yeah. You know, we don't know... Like, I don't even know what makes me... I don't even know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what makes me happy. Um, and that's what I'm, like, trying to figure out. And it and just some words of advice, not that I'm, like, some some pyre of of advice for you, Alex, but... It, you go and like I'm, I used to be in your kind of phase of like I don't even know what I want to do and whenever I don't do anything I get depressed and blah 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 blah. I, I, I will say I have been getting a bit more. I don't I don't know what the word is. I guess I've been I've had a better sense of direction in the past like couple of weeks, like knowing yeah. what I want, taking steps to achieve mm -hmm. it. But uh, but anyway, give me is, your your sage advice. Yeah, my, person that uh, is two years advice. older than me. Um, so I was in your position, uh, 
No more than just a couple months I, ago. I remember when I was your age. I remember when I, I remember when I was your age. Um, and, and so when you start coming out of it, it, you have to go through a phase of like just not caring. I've just like being literally like I just don't care. I you have to be truthful with yourself and stay like I just don't care. And then you go through that, and then you get to a point where it's like, oh shit, I cannot care and be happy. Those things aren't aren't you know aren't separated. They're not mutually exclusive. I can yeah. be completely like, oh, I don't really care about what happens here. And I can still have a smile on my face and be fine. Um, yeah. Which really frees up things when it comes to like, if you're not sure if you're making the right decision on something. Right. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you, if you are or aren't, because if you aren't, oh, well. And if you are, oh, things can only get better. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Personally, for me, like. You know, I, I've talked about before how I used to be like really into comedy and I used to do stand up, uh, but then the pandemic happened and, you know, I didn't have as much opportunity to do that. I still haven't gotten back on stage, but it's not for lack of trying. Uh, so I've been going to the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase open mic the last couple weeks. And um, the last time that I went, it was just by myself. Uh, Haley wasn't feeling good, so she didn't go, but mm-hmm. it was just me there by myself sitting experiencing live comedy and just rediscovering like what makes me happy like i was sitting there and i realized like i'm like smiling right like i'm happy in this yeah. moment like everything else is okay because i am here experiencing this yeah and that was missing for a long time Mm-hmm. And I'm privileged enough to not have to work full time. Like I, I work part time and I make enough money that I can like live. But even then I still feel sometimes like I don't have enough time to do what I like. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to, of course, I just am, I procrastinate. I'm bad at managing my time. And then I just, I run out of time cause I'm like sitting on TikTok all day. Um, yeah. And you see, cause like I have, with my severe ADHD and stuff, like TikTok was like once I deleted it, I realized I had six more hours to my day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it, so it, I got off real. of TikTok and I was like, shit, I was spending six hours a day on like if I spent six hours a day just at work, I would be uh probably about a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars richer. Right? Yeah. And so but if you take it out of the economic standpoint and just go like, what do I enjoy? What can I do that I enjoy for six hours? And then I started taking Adderall and playing Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need Amen. to get better at, like, managing what what time I do have. Because, like, let's, let's say one day I work 12 to 8. Then another day I work 4 to 8. Mm-hmm. That period of 12 to 4 goes by so much quicker on the day that I'm working 4 to 8 than it does when I'm working 12 to 8. Because, like, I just... I just like sit down and just do like whatever for that time. And I, but like, if I do like go out and do something, like I feel like I've spent that time well. And I, I guess a big obstacle is just, you know, doing things that you feel are fulfilling and, 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 and substantial. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess that's general. I, I guess that's generally the, the attitude expressed, uh, in office space. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, more about how, uh, you know, different people respond to the system. Cause I, I took notes for 
a lot of the uh, the main characters. So uh, obviously, you know, Peter is disillusioned with life as a whole because he's just drained of his life energy, I guess. Uh, yeah, Samir, that's accurate. Huh? That's accurate, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> drained of his life yeah. energy. Uh, Michael is driven to this, like, cynical state where it just, he has sort of resigned to the fact that, like, things will not get better. Uh, Samir is shown to be, you know, wired to think about, you know, maxing his, maximizing his, uh, his material wealth and uh tom the guy that makes the uh, the jumping to conclusions game tom aspires to someday break free of the system with his invention and he does end up breaking free of the system by getting hit by a truck by a drunk driver by a drunk driver yeah and he gets his whole body broken but he doesn't have to work anymore so he's viewed as like the best case scenario. Like he 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 got out. Like lucky bastard. And you know, he's like, you know, Peter, if you just stick with it, good things Maybe can happen. Maybe you'll get hit by a truck. I mean, look at me. And like holy shit, that's so fucking real. Cuz it that's, does feel yeah. like like under capitalism, the best thing that you can hope for is to get hit by a bus and live off of a settlement. Yeah. Get your entire body broken and then put back together and heal and not quite have use of your limbs anymore and yeah. have all these chronic problems. But yeah. you don't have to give all of your time to a corporation. Yeah. And again, I, I've, of course, I speak from a place of privilege. I don't have to work full time. I don't work for an evil company. Um, my job is f fairly like as jobs go, it's not the worst. It's decent. So that's just, that's, I just, I don't want to sound like I'm personally like, I don't know, like doomery about my particular situation. Like I know a yeah. lot of people have it worse, but anyway, uh, Milton, uh, the guy who's like, mm, you know, I have my stapler. Uh, yeah, he, he represents people that kind of just scream into the void you know like mm -hmm. mm, yeah, yeah, actually i didn't get my paycheck and um i need my my stapler back and uh, i don't i don't want to move my desk um I, I, I like sitting by the window um yeah he just kind of screams into the void and no one seems to want to help him or and listen that is, that is that is a something that a lot of people deal with feeling like they're not heard um not having their needs met by the system feeling ignored a lot of you know you can relate to it if let's say like you elect a politician and the politician promises we're going to clean up the river you're not going to drink polluted water anymore then they get into office the corporate money starts coming in and they just kind of stop listening to you and you you're still drinking polluted water and you voted yeah. for this person and you you know, donated your time and money to them to get them elected, and now they just don't care about you anymore. Like, that's a way that you kind of feel like a Milton. Uh, and there's, you know, different ways that that can sort of apply, but it's a very, uh, it's a very real feeling that's mm -hmm. uh, represented by that character. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Lumberg, the, the boss, the guy that you were talking about earlier, how you hate, uh, mm -hmm. You know, he embraces the system, reaps the benefits, and he, you know, continues this cycle of tyranny within the office with, you know, 
just kind of lording around being like, Hey, can you give me your, your TPS reports? Also, I need you to give up all of your weekend time and come in. Um, and he's rewarded. He's rewarded with a mm-hmm. nice car, nice, uh, nice clothing, nice, uh, his own parking spot. And he mm-hmm. represents the, you know, it's like what we've been saying, this idea that if you work hard, you'll get to where he is. Mm-hmm. When the reality is, statistically, you probably won't. Mm-hmm. Statistically, exactly. not everyone can be a Bill Lumberg. Yeah. But you know what's uh, funny? But when also, Bill they're... Lumberg probably got to where he is with his connections and just who he knows. Mm-hmm. It's not it's... about who works the hardest. Or else it's the janitor those, would be the CEO. Yeah. It's funny when um, they are telling the Lumberg guy, like, hey, we think that um, this other guy is is prime you know, a prime person to be uh, upper management. And he goes, ooh, yeah, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to disagree with you on that one. He's been uh, a little, blah, blah, blah. and then they go, well, Mr. Lundberg, how much, what do, what do you do here? Yeah, they, I love that. Oh my I gosh. love that so much. That's so cathartic. And they're like, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, you get to keep your job and we're just going to, uh, we're going to promote this guy. Yeah, that was that's so awesome. When like first of all the the scene with the interview between Peter and the Bobs, it's so great. Mm-hmm. It's oh. it, it's it's the it's the power fantasy that I mentioned earlier. The the power mm-hmm. fantasy of just walking into work and telling the people that you don't like to fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know, and walking in, getting interviewed <laughs> to determine if you're going to be laid off and just saying, "Look, I do hardly any work." And it is because I don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. I get paid the same amount, whether this company survives or tanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why should I work harder when I, I see nothing from it? And he, you know, he talks about how he has eight bosses and you know, the only motivation that he has is to just do enough, the bare minimum just to not get fired. Yeah. And then of course the Bob seeing it as, you know, straight shooter upper management material is mm-hmm. that's great. And then yeah. yeah. Yeah, what 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 would you say you do here? How much how many how much time would you say you spend going after this guy about his TPS reports? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Oh man, when you said I have eight bosses and it's not so much of a hassle to do the work, but it's so much of a hassle to be informed that I've made a mistake. Yeah. And the Bobs are like surprised by this, of course, yeah. because they're out of touch. All they do is interview people and get to know them just enough to determine whether they should be fired or not. And this well, is probably they, the first time anyone has been straight with them about like how mm-hmm. shit some things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it's it's great. It, you know, mm-hmm. they they realize like just like how I guess, you know, wasteful a lot of this stuff is yeah, that, yeah. that we just accept as normal. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the, the final character that I have notes for, uh, Lawrence, uh, Peter's neighbor, he kind of, you know, fits perfectly into his role within the system and enjoys the little things. Uh, you know, of course, his answer, what would you do with a million dollars? His answer is two chicks at the same time. Straightforward, threesome. simple, threesome, to the point. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he has shit figured out. Yeah, at least he had an answer though that's the thing that i'm impressed by he had an oh, answer yeah. two chicks at the same time that is a man that knows what he wants mm-hmm. and i respect that 
Well, it's really funny, too, because a million dollars now isn't that much money. A million dollars, you could live off of that for a solid, like, few years. You could, I mean, you could live off a million dollars in New York for a good week. In New York, yeah, if you had a million dollars in New York, you could get, you could live in a studio apartment for about five months. Well, that's without food or, like... Oh, yeah. Or clothes. Yeah. You'd be uh, naked in a studio apartment. <laughs> What would you do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time. That's great. Yeah, All Lawrence right. is... He is about the happiest you can get under capitalism, I think. And that is bleak. Hmm. I don't blame capitalism not, he, for everything. Huh? I don't blame capitalism for everything, though. Yeah, not for everything, but this is a... You know, it's it's a movie about the nature of work and you know you know where money comes from where it goes all that all that all that stuff and mm -hmm. you know a lot of the uh, uh i don't know a lot of the stuff that plagues our everyday existence can be traced back to capitalism like the fact yeah. that you have to have a job mm -hmm. is you know it's a it's an idea introduced in capitalism it wasn't always like that you didn't always work a set number of hours a week you know 40 hours whatever you know i mean I, I haven't done a lot of research on it i'm very much talking about stuff that i don't entirely know what i'm talking about so it, do do your own research find some facebook groups uh listen to joe rogan uh <laughs> um but no don't <laughs> yeah yeah i legal disclaimer don't listen to joe rogan don't don't don't, don't it's not worth it don't let the things that he says enter your ears <laughs> but yeah it the way that it is isn't the way that it always was or should be yeah like the fact that you have to have a job is it's uh it's coercion you know if you don't have a job you don't get an income and you can't live the united states dollar is effectively a unit of freedom and the more dollars you have the more freedom you have if you work a minimum wage job full-time you have just enough you know units of freedom to maybe pay for your rent and exist a little bit and if you are a ceo making a hundred thousand dollars a year you have enough freedom units to have a nice boat, get some time off, and, you know, go, you know, barbecue on the lake. Mm -hmm. And if you're Elon Musk, you have the most freedom in the world. Yeah. You can, but you yeah, can most, most people don't get the choice to just not work. And that's, I mean, it, it is how it has been all of our lives. So it may sound crazy to be like, it doesn't have to be that way, but it doesn't have to be that way. Especially with, like, automation, you know? So many jobs can be automated, and then we would just need people to work on the machines just enough that they continue to work. And then we just hope and pray that they do not uh, do a robot uprising. Those are, my, those are my three steps to a happy life. Number one, automation. Number two, pray that the automation doesn't backfire. And number three, buy a grill. Enjoy. Buy a, buy Enjoy. a grill and use it. <laughs> buy a grill and use it. <laughs> yeah. 
Gavin, what would you do with a million dollars besides two chicks at the same time? Um, or investing. Yeah, or investing. Um, fuck, man. I would buy. All right, let's say really... let's say you get three million dollars. The okay. first million uh, goes towards investing, of course, in Dogecoin. Uh, the second million dollars <gasps> goes to so two just, chicks like, at the same it time. Down the fucking trash, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's say you get two million dollars. Um, <laughs> after after dumping it all into Dogecoin. <laughs> And then the second million dollars goes to two chicks at the same time, of course. Uh, what, what do you do with the third million? What if I don't want million? that, though? Well, you still get a million dollars uh, once well, okay. it's all said and done Here's what with. I want to do. I want to buy a really nice axe for cutting wood, and I want to buy a plot of land. I just want to cut wood, start a fire, make some, make some, uh, make some beans, you know? Just go out camping. Yeah. That's it. I would love to live in like a cabin in the woods, not in like a realistic way, but in like a cartoony kind of like bears in the forest way, you yeah. know, like a fucking uh, Kiki's delivery service, like that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of way, or like a little cute little cabin in the woods with yeah. fast internet. Fast yeah. internet is the the make or break of this whole operation, mm-hmm. and then just uh, you know not have to work and have some bees out back make honey and but i don't i don't want to like touch the bees um and then just like make fun youtube videos and um part of the million dollars would probably go to uh just buying some adderall whether or not i have adhd i still don't know it's just seems nice (laughs) it's it's its own element i would say it's its own it's its own thing it's the fifth element there's water earth fire air and adderall and adderall Mm-hmm. yeah uh how far in are we oh we're doing good we'll have to wrap this up soon uh i have to get ready for work soon um yeah another you, you example of the tyrannical system getting in the way of social good you know i i can't continue this uh objectively amazing podcast because i have to go to work Ugh. Ugh. How fucking get- on the nose can it get? <laughs> I, I I got I got nothing else. I'm I'm afraid to say. Yeah. That final thoughts on the movie. Like- it's it's really good. Uh, really good. One-liners, look out look I'd out say. for my full analysis. Um. Oh, one joke that I thought was really funny from the movie, and I don't know if it's if it's uh, PC enough or Is whatever. The they don't joke? cancel me. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fucking god. Yeah, he helped Anne lose weight. Peter, she's she anorexic. anorexic. I yeah, know, he's the really guy is, good. The guy's really good. I love that joke. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's funny. It's and it's not a joke about anorexia. It's just a it's it's not making fun of anorexic people. Like I gotta say, I just I have to justify why I think it's funny. Yeah. Some people will be like, mm, you can't joke about anything that's um that that some people um don't you know they that they harms people like yeah you can just don't be an asshole mm-hmm. and if it's if it personally bothers you i get, don't, don't engage it. with it i mean yeah just just don't just don't just don't engage with things that you don't like but let us just let us have this mm-hmm. anyway do you have any other particular favorite jokes um shit 
the interaction. I can't think of any off the top of my head, unfortunately. What did, what did you think of the uh, the ending? Because you know, I I talk about a lot about how the movie expresses like certain feelings about living under capitalism and living under like the system and and all that. It raises a bunch of points about problems that we face. Yeah. But it doesn't seem you know, like okay. the movie so, presents any solutions beyond just like be happy. Well, I think being happy, like a part of being happy is just deciding to be happy a little bit. Um, a little bit. I, like, but it does, bit. It does like, also not, depend not, on your material conditions. Exactly. I think the ultimate thing is like chasing money or chasing wealth or chasing this dream that money and wealth will make you happy will ultimately lead to you being unhappy. But yeah. also when he does that job on the construction site of just shoveling up shit, I'm sure he's getting paid more than his colleagues. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm for sure. sure. Of it. Yeah. Construction workers likes, make a good amount. I mean, they should. They should make they a should, lot of money. Definitely. And they do. Um, yeah. Maybe not enough uh, for how much they destroy their bodies, but they make a good amount. But, uh, you know, I like how he looks at the small things, right? The, oh, I like the fresh air and beer tastes really good at night. Yeah, it did feel a little bit like a commercial for working for, like, a construction company. Yeah. Like, it, it probably wasn't. But, like, it felt like it was an ad for the idea of, of, working, construction of working in construction. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, making bucks, getting some fresh air. Like, how much did they pay you? Probably, How like much did they pay you to say hour. that? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I... My expectations, like for it being like a political commentary, are pretty low because it's just you know it's a it's a it's a comedy. It's just like hey, work sucks. These guys are doing a heist about it. Um, yeah, which is fun. It's it's fun. It's just the ending feels. I, I don't know how to how it feels like. I don't know how to put it into words. Basically, yeah. you know, he is going to be miserable again once the like the charm of his new job wears off because it is yeah. still work it's still a job you mm -hmm. know and as soon as he comes home like with his body just exhausted and he has to wake up at 6 a.m the next morning like yeah the the charm is gonna wear off mm -hmm. so i don't know it's it's just a little bleak you know when you it think is. about it just a bit just a bit just a bit that's all i got to say about uh, on it yeah overall office space great movie uh look out for my video coming out sometime i'm still i'm still in the writing phase it's it's just a lot it's a lot to write and um it's not a it's not a very positive headspace you know i'm writing mm -hmm. about like how awful the system is and it's just not fun to think about so i often avoid actually engaging with this thing that I'm trying to create well, because I just, to, I just don't like it. Take it like Monty Python does. Always look at the bright side of life. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out the point that I'm trying to make with it. I had the same issue with my last video where I was talking about Scooby-Doo and also Batman and, and everything. And it took me a while to figure out what the main takeaway was going to be. But I got there and I'm going to get there with this. Just, um, you know, be patient, all of my loyal fans. Actually, a guy from work, uh, I was talking to him. I mentioned that I have a YouTube channel and stuff. And he was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I told him about my videos. And he actually watched the Scooby-Doo video. And he really liked it. And he complimented Aww. me on it. And he said that the yeah. editing was good. And 
Um, we talked about it a little bit, and that was nice. That was a nice thing yeah. that happened this week. And uh, if Good you're listening, you, hello. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening to, because the other day he was like, "Yeah, do you do like a streamer? Oh yeah, you have a podcast." And so if yeah. you're listening, hello, hello. Good to meet you. Yeah, or all that stuff really, that I but... said about work being awful, um, except for you. Okay, all except of that, all of what I said, except for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Amen. Office Space, eight, eight, eight bit Christmas, really good movie. Um, great no, movie. Office, yeah. Office Space is great. I love it. I, mm-hmm. I love the movie, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, great movie. Fuck you. I like Office Space. Mm-hmm. Me too. Anyway, for recommendations of the week this week, I don't, I haven't done much. Okay, all right. One recommendation that I have, live comedy or whatever you're into, live. Like if you like music, live music, just going to live events is great. If you're vaccinated, if you are, if you feel safe doing it, wear a mask, of course, uh, go to places where people are vaccinated if you have a choice. But yeah, like if you like comedy, go to your local open mic. Uh, the, they're usually pretty cheap, if not free. Like the one in Ann Arbor, the one that I go to, it's five bucks mm-hmm. uh, and it's, yeah, that's, it's, so it's pretty cheap. Uh, and it's a great, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very different experiencing live events versus like just watching something on YouTube. And it's, it made, it made me feel happy, which is a very high bar. It's very high praise. But yeah, I'd, other than that, I haven't really, I don't really have much to recommend this week. I know the new Pokemon game is out, and I haven't gotten it yet. Um, I might not. I might. I don't know. Just depends on if I want to spend sixty bucks. Um, I bought the last new Pokemon game, but I kind of stopped playing it. So I'm trying to be a bit more choosy with things that I buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to buy things that I'll actually like, but the new Pokemon game looks really good. I, I might, I might get it. It's a very different type of game. Yeah. Do you have anything for the fine folks? Any, any, oh, anything Souls. that you've been watching? Dark. You've been in getting into Dark Souls. I've been playing Dark Souls on my Switch. Um, the graphics could be better. For yeah, sure. it is a. It's it's a Switch port of a PS3 game. Yeah. Um, the game is hard as all fuck. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I never got so, into it because I'm just intimidated. Uh, you know, it's really hard and I got weapons in it. I was like, oh, cool. I can use these new weapons. And it's like, actually, you don't have the uh, the power to use these weapons. And I'm like, fuck you. Um, so I'm just getting my ass handed to me in this game. And I'm just trying to learn how to not get my ass handed to me. Uh, overall, I think a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends that are into it. I just it's one of those things like do I want to put a bunch of time into this game that I might not like and is going to be incredibly difficult. Um cuz like when you hear about Dark Souls, the main thing that you hear about is how difficult it is. But Yeah. Good on you. That's a, that's an accomplishment if you actually beat the game. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So All right. Uh Unless you have anything else. Can't say I do. All right. Then I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, 
then hit the like button or whatever. Leave us a review uh, on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb site for podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Music. You can leave reviews on Spotify now. Uh, so leave us preferably a positive review. But hey, any press is good press, they say. Mm. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on social media. Follow me on TikTok. I've been a bit more active there. And uh, follow Gavin nowhere unless Don't he makes a TikTok me. like I have been lobbying for. Uh, I'm a step closer to doing that. Um, I'm Instead of thinking about starting a TikTok um, once every two weeks, I'm thinking about it once, one and a half times uh, every two weeks. All so, right, well, let's get um, those numbers up. Let's get those numbers up. All right. And uh, don't buy NFTs unless yeah, I don't. get desperate enough for money to start selling NFTs based on this show or and other things. I'll NFTs. sell... I'll sell uh, our thumbnail as an NFT. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Share the show with a friend. Uh, tweet out our clips. Our clips channel is in the description. Tell everyone that you know about this show and tell them that it's good, first of all. Uh, but share it with friends, family, coworkers. Share it with your boss. Uh, if you're getting interviewed for your own job uh, with the threat of being laid off, you have nothing to lose. So you can just be like, hey there's this podcast that i listen to and it's really good and they'll be like that has nothing to do with this uh please just pack up your desk uh this is part of why we fired you what what does this have to do with anything and that is good press Mm -hmm. amen yeah so anyway like subscribe comment whatever anything i didn't mention do it you know the drill and have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. our official business hours. Amen. And, uh, you know, good night or day. I or think afternoon. those are the two times. Or after afternoon. That's a third time that they could have a nice one of. Yes. Think, of, you know, name a, name a time and I will tell you to have a good one of it. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. All right, folks. Have a great one.